0: Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled Despite All These Things.
1: There's a word from the Lord today. How many of you love God's word? His word from the Lord. Well, on the first Sunday in March, we began this series, simply called the Diamond Jubilee series. God said, For the rest of this year of 2023, I want you to incorporate all of your messages into one series called Diamond Jubilee. Our theme, consecrate, elevate, and celebrate. And God says, because when it's all said and done, when this year is over, and years and years to come, young people and next generations and generations to come will be able to look back and they will see... How we praise God for what God has done for us. God instructed me to go through the Bible. He says, Go to all your favorite scriptures, get them out, preach them. All the scriptures that are so popular throughout the Bible. I, I, I've been trying, can't get to them all, but have selected some. With that in mind, our text today is from one of the most iconic chapters in one of perhaps the most iconic books of the Bible, Romans chapter number eight. Such a powerful chapter. It's very special to me, and I will, before this year is over, preach from this chapter at least once or twice. In fact, the first sermon I ever preached was from Romans chapter eight and verse 28. It was November the 4th, 1979. Just a young man. My mother remembered that and others remember. In the little church, Memorial Chapel, across the way, preached that message that God gave. So this book of Romans, this chapter 8, is very special to me personal and it's really special, I think, to believers all over the world. Our verses... For today's message will be verse 35 through verse 39. We are reading from the New Living Translation. Romans chapter 8, verses 35 to verse 39. New Living Translation. How many of you are expecting a word from the Lord? Amen. Is there anybody who loves God's word? Anyone that knows that there's power in the word of God? Listen to what the Apostle Paul writes, and he writes this iconic book of Romans uh, from Corinth in the year probably 57 A.D. He writes to these New Testament Roman believers a place that he had not yet been, but he had hoped to one day visit, but he defends the gospel. (laughs) And he defends the power of the blood of Jesus. Listen to what he says in verse 35. He says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or Hungry, or destitute or in danger or threatened with death. <laughs> As the scriptures say for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. Verse 37 No, despite all these things overwhelming victory <laughs> is ours through Christ who loved us verses 38 and 39 Paul says I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love no power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And those that love God's word said amen. 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 Before you sit down, our subject is taken from verse 37. It is lifted directly from verse 37. First clause of verse 37, Paul says, No, no despite all these things. For the next few moments I want to speak to you from the subject despite all these things. Ooh, do me a favor turn to someone beside you in front of you or behind you and encourage them with these words. say despite all these things clap those hands give God a hand of praise take your seat if you will despite I love Romans chapter 8 I love every word in Romans chapter 8 listen one of the challenges that we as people of faith often struggle with and if you have sit any length of time under my ministry, you know there's one thing that I am, and that is I am very transparent when it comes to preaching. Amen, I, I, I try to preach things that are relevant to what you are going through. To stand up here and talk 20 minutes of the Greek and Hebrew I learned in seminary doesn't really bless you in dealing with the demons you have to deal with tomorrow. So I I love to bring it down Main Street so that you can understand it. One of the challenges that we as people of faith often struggle with is how, listen to this, how do we faith walkers, how do we believers, how do we who get up every morning and say in God I trust. And God, I trust you. How do we remain faithful despite all the negative forces and obstacles we encounter on a daily basis? Can we just keep it real? Every day we are alive, there's always something to overcome. Make sure I'm in the right church. Every day you are alive, there will always be some demon that you have to fight with, that you have to struggle. A lot of the demons are the demons inside of ourselves, things that we have to confront every day. Here's what God said to me. He says, it is important, Daryl, that you remind those that are listening to you, that we, that we are on what has been described as an unpredictable journey of ups and downs and hardships and heartaches, joy and pain. This journey is simply called life. Look at someone and say, it's life. It's life that you struggle. It's life that there are people that don't like you. It's called life when you go to work and confronted with demons even before you can get your coffee. Can I preach? It's life that people hate you for no reason at all. It's life that people see how God has blessed you, and then they, they take it out on you because their life hasn't been what they desire, and their animosity uh, leeches out and reaches out and tries to bring you down. Look at somebody and say, that is life. Job understood this. Job, a God-fearing righteous man who loved God and shunned the evil who had no fault of his own lost everything he had lost his health his wealth his family even the confidence of his wife Job lost it all but he kept his faith (laughs) Job writes in Job chapter 14 and verse 1, here is how the New Living Translation put it. He says, how frail is humanity, how short is life, how full of trouble. Perhaps you best understand it by the King James Version. A man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of Of trouble. Job said I know I've lost some things I know things have turned against me Uh, but all the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change come. Job knew that despite all these things God was still good. So the question to us today is not, will we ever experience hardships? The question for us today is not, will we ever have our hearts broken? The question is not, will we ever experience heartaches and disappointments? But the real question is, will we remain faithful Despite all these things, or will we listen to this give up because of all these things? You've got an option. Will your life be driven by because of what's happened to me, or despite what has happened to me? Some of you are still in that blame yourself. Some of you are still having a pity party. Some of you are still walking around gloom and doom. Oh, look, woe with me. Look at all these things that have happened. I can't come to church because. I cannot praise God because all these things. I cannot clap my hands because all of these things. Then there are some of us who are consistent praise us. And we know how to give God a good praise even on a bad day. We know how to bless the Lord at all times. We know how to clap our hands and open our mouths and Shabbat the Lord our God whether or not we're up or down. Whether or not there's money in our bank account or not. Don't y'all fool me now. But is there anyone know how to praise God broke Know how to praise God sick. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I'm confused. I'm confused because sometimes I wait on some of y'all just to show me one indication. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, be like bewitch and twitch your nose. Just somehow let us know that God has been good to you. So I'm gonna try that one more time. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all He has done, for me look at somebody and say neighbor not because of but despite all of these things anybody can give up anyone can quit anyone can have a pity party but can you dance in advance can you praise God's sake Can you praise God, bro? Can you walk in church and have a dance before you sit down? Ah, Look at somebody. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I just want to warn you. You are sitting by a praiser you're sitting by a praiser you're sitting next to a worshiper and so i don't want to really get on your nerve and if praising god gets on your nerve you better move right now because god has been too good if it had not been if it had not been for the lord that was on my side. Woo! Y'all sit down before a praise breaks out. Sit down before a praise breaks out. I'm telling you what, Somebody said to me, Sister Gwen, somebody says, I listen to you preach all the time. And, 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 and you, and you kind of unusual. I said, what do you mean? So most preachers wait till the end. They get people all hyped up and shout. But, but even doing your messages, you will take a praise break. Why don't you wait until the end? I said, because I may not get to the end. that's just me I I, I don't have a certain protocol I I, I wasn't raised in the baptology of the Baptist or the Methodist church I was just raised an old Pentecostal boy and when I felt like hollering I hollered and when I feel like shouting I I shout and when I feel like clapping my hands so when I of his goodness and what he's done for me when I think of his goodness sit down yeah 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 sit down Mm. Mm. despite all these things in the text in the text let me show I got a little bit of training okay in, in, the, in the text Pastor Lawson Paul answers this very important question not just for himself but for those who profess to be faith walkers that is question is will we remain faithful will we still love and trust god despite all of these things but in order to understand how paul arrived to verses 35 to verse 39 of the eighth chapter of romans perhaps i need to take you on a little journey of romans chapter 8 And a few references in Romans chapter 8. These references I'm going to quote are the New King James Version. Because they are more familiar to you. Uh, But before Paul can arrive to verse 35, Paul is a good seminarian. Paul is a good biblical preacher. So he sets it up. Before you get to the text, you got to have some context. And so he sets up the context before he ends it in the end of Romans chapter 8. He begins in verse 1, the New King James Version, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. I know you've heard this, but this is why I like this chapter. There is therefore, now, mom, you know this verse, one of your favorite, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit then Paul drops down I want to share with you verse 15 he talks about how we cry out to our father he writes for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out Abba father then verse 18 this very same chapter Romans chapter 8 new King James version Paul writes these most incredible words for I consider the King James regular King James says for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. Then I drop down to verse 28. Romans verse 28. I told you I preached my first sermon from Romans 8. It was this verse that I used in the first sermon that I ever preached on November the 4th, 1979. Paul writes these words. The New King James says, And we know uh, that all things work together for good for those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. One more verse just before we get to the text in setting up the context. You have to go with me to verse 31, Romans chapter 8. Paul writes these words, New King James Version. He says, what then shall we say some of y'all know where I'm going what then shall we say to these things if God y'all excuse me what then can we say to these things if God is for us Who can be against us? Somebody ought to clap those hands. And so we reach verse 35. Paul has already shared verse 1. It's already shared to us verse 8, verse 15, verse 18, verse 28. So we got to verse 35. Paul began to ask this rhetorical question in which he already provides the answer. Paul writes in verse 35 in the form of a question to these first century Roman believers. Paul says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Remember what he just said in verse 31. If God be for you, who can be? Of what can be against you? Paul goes on to write in verse 35. He goes on to declare, "Does it mean that God no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity in our lives? Or does it mean that God no longer loves us if we are persecuted or find ourselves hungry? Does it mean that God no longer loves us if we are in destitute or in danger or even if we are threatened with death? Does that mean that God no longer loves us? See, you've got to understand that Paul was writing the Christians in Rome who were losing their lives on a daily basis for the entertainment sake of the wicked—they uh, took believers and wrapped them up in animal skin and flesh, put them in the Colosseum, and allowed wild animals to devour their bodies if they would not take down on the name of Jesus. So Paul says, I need to encourage you. What will it take to break your faith, to make you not love the Lord anymore? He writes in verse 36, he quotes the psalmist who says in Psalms 44 and verse 22, he says, but for your sake, God, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep in other words we are losing our lives on a daily basis Paul then writes the words of our texts and our subject matter in verse 37 he begins that verse by emphatically declaring no to the question will we give up on the Lord then he writes these most profound words despite all these things I want y'all to hear this listen to what he writes he says despite being slaughtered like sheep despite being persecuted despite being threatened with death on a daily basis despite being hungry and naked and treated like pure dogs Despite all of these things. Listen, overwhelming victory is ours. Did you get it, church? Uh, We'll come back and end with that. But then Paul writes this. He says, through Christ who loved us. Paul then in verses 38 and 39 concludes Romans chapter 8 with these words listen to how paul concludes this powerful chapter he says and i quote and i am convinced king james said i am persuaded that nothing can ever separate us from god's love then he itemizes outlines he he lists things Just so the devil know that nothing will ever be able to turn him from the God he loves. Paul says, neither death, nor life, nor angels, and this is the part that I like, nor the demons you work with every day nor the demons in your family, nor the demons you've got to deal with every day. Let me ask you a question. How many of you ever been confronted with demons that tried to steal your joy and the demons thought because of what they had done to you that you would show up and you will not worship like you've worshipped before but the demons did not understand that there was something greater in you that the more they persecuted you the louder you became can I get a witness when they told the man on the Jericho road who saw Jesus blind Bartimaeus they says, you are too loud shut up he says, watch this he got even louder when David's wife saw David dance before truth and leap over walls David's wife said you were too indignant David said watch this if you thought I was bad today watch me tomorrow how many of you know that the more the devil messes with you the more demons come out against you the more you know how to praise God this next praise this next praise is for every demon who thought they could steal your joy every demon that came out against you. Y'all got 30 seconds to throw your head back and give God up. A- Where are my praises? Woo. Listen. Listen to what Paul goes on to write. I want you to hear this. You remember the question was, don't forget the question. What can separate us from Christ's love? Paul said, neither angels nor demons. This is the part I like. Neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Ooh, good. Somebody stop me couple weeks ago I was in Charleston to the dedication of the African American Museum and somebody says I need to just ask you something I know you are a senator but you a man of God they say I am so worried I'm so worried I'm so worried I don't know we may end up with that same guy back in the White House I don't know they say Pastor Jackson what will we do I say if we survived it once we can survive it again because somebody know who's in charge and his name is not Trump or Biden or anybody else anybody that know who really is in charge y'all need to show me one good time jump to your feet and say his name is Jehovah Jireh But God, but God, give me a but God praise somebody say, but God, I don't care who's in the White House as long as God sits up high and look down low. Listen. Paul says not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky, above, or in the earth. No artificial intelligence. No Russia spy balloon. No threat of nuclear war. Somebody say, well, what if the world blows up? I say, I'll be a better place. I'll find a better place with my God because somebody under the sound of my voice know that if this earthly house of this tabernacle is destroyed, we've got a building of God, a house not made by our hands. Paul then says, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in christ jesus our lord three key insights and we're gone three key insights that i want to share with you taken from this text in fact to help me make sure i don't stay on this too long stand to your feet <laughs> uh, three key insights three key insights uh, i just want you to know here's what paul says in this incredible text insight number one our faith journey will consist of ups and downs and hardships and disappointments if you think that this is a gravy train then you've caught the wrong train you think that you're going to live a life and you'll never have any struggles hardships Disappointments, then you are on the wrong journey. Ooh, I need you to know this going out of this message today. Say, Pastor Jackson told me that I will confront demons on a daily basis. Pastor Jackson told me some days I will not even feel like getting out of the bed, some days I'm a struggle. Ooh, just to hold my head up. Uh, uh, Pastor Jackson told me uh, uh, that the enemy will come in like a flood. Ooh. Okay, somebody say, the journey will happen. The journey will not be easy. I need you to encourage somebody. Say, it won't be easy. You're going to have to cry sometime. Psalm is right. This poor man cried. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him. Paul says, Lord, I prayed three times. Take it away. But all I could hear you say was my grace is sufficient. Ooh. <laughs> Who am I preaching to for you? So the journey Number one, insight. Number one is filled with ups and downs, hardships, and disappointments. Here's the second key insight. Thank you for standing. Here's the second key insight. There are powerful forces working every day to discourage us and destroy our relationship with God make no mistake about it there are demonic forces with you as their assignment I want you to hear me there are demons it's got a card in their pocket with your name on it demons it says go to Deacon Kennedy go to Sister Gwen demons say find Deacon Clarence find Mother Jackson demons that wake up every morning and your name is their assignment when you go to work trying to teach Michelle in school there are spiritual forces that are trying to discourage you every day whoo Trying to destroy your relationship with God, one step forward, knocking you two steps back. But I stop by to tell you, hold your head up high. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, <laughs> Woo. but joy comes in the morning. Ah, God's gonna turn it around. God's ah yeah yeah. God's turning it around. Tell somebody you can come through this. You can come through it. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Woo. Insight number three. Woo. Third and final insight. Woo. Look at it. Third and final insight. I want y'all to help me just those first four words that are bold-faced. I need you to do me a favor and just scream it out. Here we go. Despite all these One more time. Get on the enemy's nerve. Everybody, despite all these things. Despite all these things, Tyshawn, despite all these things that are at work against us, we must continue to love God and to faithfully serve Him. You know why Paul says it in verse 37. He says, despite all of these things, overwhelming victory, is ours who y'all got to help me in this look at your neighbor say neighbor despite everything you go through victory is yours tell somebody victory is yours find you a praise partner find you a praise partner find you somebody and say victory 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 Victory, meet me at the altar. Meet me at the altar. Victory. Victory, victory is mine. If I hold my peace, let the Lord fight my battle. Somebody say victory. Somebody shout victory. Somebody shout victory. I need to pray for somebody. I need to pray over someone. Come on. Meet me at the altar. Despite all these things. Despite all these things. Despite sickness. Despite liars. Despite demons. Victory! Shout victory! Y'all help me shout victory! Shout victory. victory! I like that. Somebody shout victory! victory.
2: victory. Uh, woo.
1: victory. Woo. Here is my answer for every old demon. Every new demon, every lying demon, every backbiting, every destructive force, every discouraging spirit, every depressing spirit. It is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed. Lamentations, Jeremiah writes in Lamentations it is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed his compassion faileth not his mercy faileth not it is renewed his mercy is renewed every morning somebody say new mercies for old demons. How many of you know God's got some new mercies with your name on it? With your name on it. New mercies. Somebody say new mercies. With your name on it. Ah, Victory. lift those hands great is that mercy just get into the stanza you don't have to y'all just started in the middle just right now because I feel the spirit I feel a victory spirit in in fact just forget that keep saying victory somebody say victory. victory 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 now listen to what Donna McClurkin says Great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies. I see day after day. Woo! Forever faithful towards me. And you're always providing. Ooh. Y'all excuse me. That was for me, Corey. He's always providing. Ooh. For me. Your love me. Come on, Bible Way. Day after. Right now meet me at the altar everybody who can come on leave your seat everybody who can come on come on god told me to do it ah. your loving kindness thank you praise to you Yo! Freddie, it's gonna be alright, brother. It's noteworthy that Paul did not say because of all these things, Pastor Lawson. But Paul says, despite all of these things, if he would have said because of all these things, it would have meant those things would have taken you out. Whew you are still standing today not because of what you went through but despite all the things you've gone through God's mercy is still there day after day as we lift those hands it begins with the relationship with God I'm here to tell you the only way you can survive all these things is that you must have a relationship with God because if you don't have a relationship with God when your family breaks up you will break down if you don't have a relationship with God when your money runs out you will run down if you don't have a relationship with God When the forces of evil come against you they will overwhelm you but because we have a relationship with God we can survive the death of a loved one. I'm a living witness. (laughs) Because we have a relationship with God we we can survive hard times. And our testimony will be despite all of these things. Overwhelming victory is ours. (laughs) Close those eyes. Eternal Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for Romans chapter 8. Thank you for verse 37. Thank you for the new living translation that clearly tells us that despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours the old church would say Lord victory victory shall be mine if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle victory victory shall be mine God, we are touching and agreeing. We are praying for someone right now who lost a loved one, someone who perhaps lost a job, someone whose family seems to be breaking apart. Remind us, as Paul said, we cry out, Abba, Father. You are our Father, God. (laughs) You are there to pick up the pieces when we are shattered and despite all of these things uh, we still have overwhelming victory this is our prayer in your name we pray and give thanks and everyone who know it is so said amen 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 if you want to give your life to the lord if you want to join the church if you just want to recommit yourself to god meet me at this altar right now great is if you want thank you young lady thank you look at god somebody else look at this young lady so bold anyone else come on step out others are coming look at Look at God. God bless you. Look at God forever.
2: It's alright, man. Yeah.
1: Everybody, just stretch your hands here. Stretch your hands to this altar. Anyone else? Woo. God's doing something to these bold saints who come out and say, I don't want to leave church the way I came. Tomorrow is not promised to any of you. Today is somebody else. Tomorrow it could be you. If you want to make that commitment, come on. God is calling you right now. Clap those hands, everybody give God a hand of praise right now. Come on. Anyone else look at God. God bless you, man. Always providing Ooh. somebody else. Look at God. Amen. Clap those hands right now as we give God a hand of praise for those so anyone else is still coming somebody else is still coming come on young lady look at you still thank you young lady young lady
2: coming
1: your loving kindness god bless you mercy god bless you as we take them down the middle, I'll do me a favor. Everybody stand to your feet and clap those hands until they leave this worship center. Come on, give God a praise for them.
2: Great
1: is your mercy. Lift.
2: Yeah.
1: Somebody lift your hands and sing with the praise team. Your breeze, loving your kindness.
2: kindness. Yeah, yeah. Your tender. your tender mercy. I
1: see. Great is. God a praise for the word of God despite all these things anybody know that you're not going to let anything separate you from the love of God Paul said despite all these things I'll let nothing separate me we want to take time to say thank you
0: You've been listening to the worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled Despite All These Things, please call us at 803 803 Seven seven six twelve thirty eight and reference sermon number 070923. Again, the number is eight zero three seven seven six twelve thirty eight. Sermon number 070923. Saturday, July twenty second, nine a.m. until three p.m. Envisioning Your Purpose LLC will host a college and career awareness experience for students eighth through twelfth grade. This event is free and lunch will be provided for all attendees. Session will be held here at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. To attend, register online at envisioningyourpurpose.org. That's envisioningyourpurpose.org. The Bible Way Church Women's Ministry will host their fifth Saturday Fellowship, Saturday, July 29th. 9 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. in the Memorial Chapel. All ladies are invited to attend. Please register online at BWCAR.org. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website, BWCAR.org. Or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting bwcar. And you're giving them out to 73256. That's 73256. You may also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Boy, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.